University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Well, I was proud of that freestyle I had earlier, man. <laughs> yeah, I hit Martin. I might. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit you with it again. I'm gonna hit you with it again. And watch. It. I'm gonna fuck this all. <laughs> yeah. I start out. It just. It just popped in my head. And you know, I'm gonna do. Yeah, give me that. Give me that. Now here's a little story I got for you about two guys gonna give you a review. Now I fuck that out. I'm sitting I know. You know what? The music threw you the off. The music, I, you know, I did acapella <laughs> before. I did it. You know what? Just, you, why am I doing this when I could just leave it to the Fresh Prince yeah, himself? Yeah, leave it to the professionals. Yeah. Yeah, we all remember this song right here. About the, how he got in trouble and almost got his ass shot. And <laughs> Mom had to put him in a FedEx yeah, box I, I, and send I, I him to Bel Air. out of here. Yeah. Yeah, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, man. You know, generations continue to grow mm-hmm. up on this show mm-hmm. today. Yeah, my kids are watching it now like it's something brand new. Yeah, man. And I know a lot of people looking at them like that, man, the shit they talking right here, they hear that, but this is 30 years ago? Yeah. Man, it's still relevant it's still today. Relevant. So sad. Yeah, man. So being black still sucks, okay? <laughs> Unless you go to Bel Air, which we ain't going to. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, not all of us can go stay with our with our rich relatives, our rich uncle and aunt in Bel Air. <laughs> but Big Willie Star did and uh, entertained generations of kids as it still does today, and that is why. Everybody's making a big deal about this reunion show. They're not even. They're not. It's not a reboot. It's not a rebake. A remake. It's a reunion. Mm-hmm. And they. This is not new. They've done reunion shows a lot. You know, for for classic shows, they've done that throughout the years. Sure. But there is something special about this that people are saying. Any kind. You know, anytime you got well, at least a couple of things, uh, when you got death and beef. <laughs> <laughs> I, kind of, I mean, it does spice it up over the normal reunion shows. It sure does, most man. most time they're just like, well, you know, it's a chance to have some nostalgia and think back to back in the day when you enjoyed this. But hey, everybody's older now and they're not doing this anymore. And what really was the purpose? Yeah. But here. Well, yeah, oh, man. Shit. No, people are ready to cry about somebody that is not with us anymore and ready to laugh. When OG ain't V comes in and beats Willie's ass. <laughs> it's long overdue. It's long overdue. That, that woman been mad. <laughs> ain't Vivian, boy. <laughs> ain't Vivian. She said, I'm still out here. <laughs> I'm looking at you well. And she, she, she been going in on them, man. Mm-hmm. And everybody said, man, look, if there's one thing I got to know about this reunion, 
can they possibly work this out? Right. Can is this going is this going to end in is this going to end in tears, hugs, or blood? I didn't know any about the the hype for this. So I didn't even know that she was actually going to be there. Yeah, that was the biggest thing, man, that uh you know, everybody wants to see the reunion cuz it's been 30 years, y'all, 30 years. And for 30 years, these are people that worked together for almost a decade. Well, yeah, six years they worked six together. Six years. Yeah, and they, and they pretty much considered themselves family. A, a family at that time. They said, we saw each other more than we saw our actual family. Mm-hmm. We lived on that set more <laughs> than we lived in our, our real houses. Right. So this is definitely something that people are expecting to give them not only some drama, not only some, some fun memories, but to give them the feels bring it to this emotional level that everybody felt every now and then on the show. Let's go ahead and take a look at the trailer for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion and we will be back with our review. You've probably seen the picture, me with the whole Fresh Prince cast. Hold on, the light's off a little bit. You've probably seen the picture. I posted it uh, uh, about a month ago, me and the whole Fresh Prince cast. But you're not ready for this trailer. You couldn't be ready for this trailer. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, you're welcome, Will. Thank you, Will. You're welcome. Thank you, Will. Yes, you're welcome, Will. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute. Just sit right there, I'll tell you how I became the How crazy is it walking in here? (laughs) (laughs) I've always been able to recognize chemistry. Will and Alfonso, from the very beginning, were just playmates. This is my brother Carlton. He knows we can't afford any bigger clothes, so he just doesn't grow. He like, come here, fuck you. He like, <laughs> look at you, like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> he like, I wasn't even in the script. <laughs> I mean, I know we ad libbing, but goddamn, man, <laughs> you ain't gotta do that at my expense. <laughs> Nobody ever asked me if I could act. This joke, and you couldn't. <laughs> I had no aspirations to act. Jeff turned down the show literally 10 times. Will is very good at talking me into things. <coughs> they said, oh, we want you to audition for this new sitcom with a rapper. I said, oh, pass. <laughs> you know at the time, you're like, up at it, bitch. <laughs> Thank you better than me, your high, high yellow ass. <laughs> Light-skinned ass. <laughs> you too good for the rapper. <laughs> Tape night was special. It was just kind of like a Friday night party. We'd each grab percussion instruments. It was a full-on experience. Yeah, yeah, all right, we're about to go on stage. The audience is out there. It was the hottest ticket in town, as they called it. Sean Carlton was Carter for real, wasn't he? <laughs> it was the hottest ticket in town, as he called it. Oh, he was put, doing an affectation. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's the heart of the show. James Avery was this six foot four Shakespearean beast, and I wanted him to think I was good. How come he don't want me, man? I fall into his arms at the end of the scene, and he's holding me, and the shot pans off, and he whispered in my ear, now that's acting. I didn't realize how many people we were reaching. 
There will always be a piece of all of us in that living room. Our show meant black excellence to people. The excellence was the way that we loved each other. I couldn't celebrate 30 years of Fresh Prince without Janet. Boy, lamp on that cliffhanger. He's like, oh, 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 what's gonna happen? Oh. <laughs> uh, look, I don't need to tell y'all. Y'all know what this is. This is uh, this 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 is pure nostalgia right here. Look at that. They 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 re, they rebuilt the set because y'all know they took that set apart. Like the that's what happens with shows when, yep. when they're done. They they dismantle the set. They should do. They rebuilt the set because y'all know like. That last episode where they 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 left the house mm-hmm. and took everything off the set, y'all think that Big Willie, y'all think Will Smith was the last star to leave. Everybody more than him, everybody remembers that light switch. <laughs> <laughs> that light switch that he hit on his way out. Uh-huh. Everybody, that light switch is legendary. That's that's what they, that's what he hit on his on his last way out. But they they rebuilt that set. So this is man, this is all about. Nostalgia right here, man. Pure nostalgia. 100% no concentrate. And so if you watch the show, this is great for you to go in here and get all these memories. At least you hope going into it. Uh, For people who didn't watch the show, that's where you got to ask yourself, is there anything there? Did you watch the show? I watched it occasionally. I think I watched the first season, and then from there it was like a show where I would catch it ever so often or catch a rerun. Yeah. But, but it, you know, it's kind of like maybe it's in that time period. It's like Animaniacs where I know people who they're all about the show. Super fans, they live and die by it. They can tell yeah. you every episode. Yeah. And I was more such a very casual viewer. I was too. I was a casual viewer. If I, it, look, it was like this. I've seen a lot of episodes. Some of them I caught because they were on. Mm-hmm. Some of them I caught because I was at the barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't move, you know. Was, yeah. This was something that I did enjoy, but I can't claim to know, have, have an encyclopedic knowledge of mm-hmm. the Fresh Prince, Prince of Bel-Air like some people out there do. So the question is, is there anything out there or in there for anybody who did not watch the show that much or was, as Martin said, very casual about it? Uh, I think for half of it, I do think that there is because this is a real emotional experience, man. Watching this is at the beginning, like watching a real family reunion. And technically it is, man. Like I said, all all of them considered each other family. They saw each other for six years. And see, that's relatable right there, man, because we've all had that moment where We've got gotten to a family reunion or there was a funeral and we didn't see people for a while. Funerals. Funerals a lot uh, before a lot of those occasions. Weddings. Yeah. uh, We'll throw class reunions in there, too. Some kind of special thing happened where you didn't, man, you said you're going to call somebody and you didn't call Mm -hmm. them for a long time. Mm -hmm. But when you saw them, you picked right up where you left off and everything was emotional. But that's relatable right there, man. And that you could tell that that is definitely what the, the cast is feeling, man. I don't think that they're doing this for the camera. I think that this is really authentic them thinking back to all the times that they had on this show and all the time that's passed and they really didn't see each other all that much. If if this isn't sincere, this is a cast of the greatest actors of all time. They sure are, man. And we know they all ain't. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. No, I'm, I'm but, done but tripping. Yeah, no, it, it totally had that feeling of whatever you know, you know gathering you're talking about of people who are our family coming back together 
to go over and that feeling that they haven't maybe haven't seen each other in a while but they have such an affection for each other yeah and, and watching it it's infectious i mean honestly like like i said i'm such a casual viewer of the show yeah. i don't know all the lore but watching it, I was engrossed, and I just had feelings the whole time. I mean, I did too. My wife was asking me. She asked me because uh, I was laughing, and she said, "What are you you were having a good time out here? What are you doing?" And she's like, "You really love the Fresh Prince, don't you?" And I was like, "I, I don't." To be honest I, with you, I, I, I didn't watch the show all that much. I watched it, but I didn't watch it like crazy, like yeah. uh, like kids coming up. But I said, and I had to like, I was outside on the on the on the porch watching this it was nice sun and everything and i was enjoying myself and then there were moments where the shit them tears start coming I had oh to, my god i had to take my ass in the house when they start when oh they... wait oh yeah i don't know we probably we might be talking about the same okay, thing because right. i think because i because i was gonna ask you if you got there with me man holy shit did i get there man <laughs> and i thought i was like yeah okay i'm just enjoying this this is fun yeah and i was just like saying like Hey, what's what's happening? <laughs> what are you what, fighting what, what all doing? bees or something? What is, <laughs> stop it! Get up! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Don't let big women do you like this, you man. Man, I, you know the, if you didn't watch the show, I say give it a chance to watch this. A lot of people are hyping it up. You could probably hear about it for next couple of weeks. And if you have HBO Max, it's it's worth to look at for at least that part of it because even if you didn't watch the show. A way I can com uh, com compare this and make an analogy to is, okay, imagine you have a real close friend or even better, a significant other, and you've gone around their family or their relatives, and you, you have to be there with them. And at first, you don't think that you're going to know anything, but then you don't even know what they're talking about. But you've seen these people in photos or videos or online. You've heard stories from your significant other. And then you get around them and start seeing them talk. And you just, you it's infectious. You get into it. Yeah. And, and they're all trading stories. And every one of these stories is like, this is a fun story. Oh, this is interesting. They sure were, man. No, they were. The stories that they tell here are great. And I, I promise you, you can sit up here and say that you two are a, a fresh prince of Bel Air super fan, and they would tell you some things that you never noticed. I didn't notice this, but it was funny as hell when I found out when they were talking about how Will Smith tells a story about how he got there and he's not an actor, and he went into the script and learned everybody's lines. You can see him mouthing everybody's dialogue. <laughs> you, can, you can see him. And I, I guarantee you, you were too busy looking at somebody else and you didn't notice it. But once you, once you see it, as they say, you can't unsee it. You don't go to school, Vice Trent? Oh, sure I do. Now, people, do not look at young Don Cheadle. I know that you're drawn to that. Uh -huh. Do not <laughs> look at young Don Cheadle. Look at, look, I'm going to re rewind a little bit. Look at Will Smith's mouth this whole time. Oh, sure I do. I've been held back in the 10th grade three times in a row. <laughs> three times? Yeah, see, my motto is, when I find a grade I like, I stick with it. It's like a ventriloquist act. <laughs> I know. It's like he's throwing his voice and making Don Cheetah talk. <laughs> People in chat talk about, oh shit. I, all these years, I've never seen uh -huh. that. He's sitting over there looking like Mr. Ed. <laughs> I mean, it's not surprising because even when it was on, uh, I mean, yeah, I know you'll look at it now, but even back when it was on, I, that first season, I was like, yeah, this Will Smith ain't no actor. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Ain't no actor and trying to act for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure I do. I've been held back in the 10th grade three times in a row. <laughs> three times? Yeah, see, my motto is, 
When I find you know, at this point, I want Don Cheadle to sit on his lap while he has his hand behind his back. <laughs> You're lucky he didn't yell at him like you did Chris Tucker. <laughs> Stop blowing my lines, goddammit. Yeah, people, and that is a young Don Cheadle. See, there's other things in here that you don't... Uh, that you might not know, like for those who didn't watch the show, some people are still surprised today to find out that Don Cheadle was on there at one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah some Don, people don't no, know. Don Cheadle was young. He, he used to pop up in TV shows a lot. What other shows? Because I, oh, I remember, this one I knew. There was an episode of Night Court where he came in and held the court <laughs> hostage. Or it was some kind of hostage situation. It was all him. That was uh, the first thing I ever noticed him in. Yeah, man. You know, so you might notice some things like that, man. You know, you're looking at Don Cheadle, like, oh, my God, that's a young Don Cheadle. I know he's in here. Um, little tidbits like that. Little tidbits about some of the other actors. Like, I did not know that Jeffrey, Jeffrey uh, Joseph Marcel, I didn't know that he was actually British. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I thought he was. I thought he was. I thought he was acting, man. I didn't know he was like a. I didn't know like he was another Shakespearean, Shakespearean thespian on the set too. Yeah, yeah, man. I didn't know that. You know him as the butler, Jeffrey. You know there was one moment in here he had me laughing though. That's one of the things that we'll say. They do have some cheesy editing in this. They had this brother. He had. I think he had. <laughs> Out of all the lines, and he has one of the, one of the best lines that, that, that stood out to me. Uh, I want y'all to notice the editing on this clip right here with Jeffrey. And he's like, all right, audition in 10 minutes. Audition in 10 minutes. Far out. They did it. It's like, that, it's like that's the best story that brother ever heard. Far out. Yeah, you do wonder where, where, where did that come from if they inserted it right there. Man, he was telling, he was telling a story that they didn't use. They, they edited that in there. To get there, we had to drive so far out. <laughs> it's like, brother, you ain't got to act for this. Everybody, everybody natural. He's the only one. <laughs> far out. And that's when everybody in the room just like, uh, will you settle your ass down? I mean, it was a great story <laughs> about Quincy Jones and, and Will Smith having an inter- uh, audition in front of everybody. I just mean, even Will, we, Will Smith started out like, damn, the story wasn't that fucking good, man. Come on. <laughs> well, did, did you notice, like, out of everybody, they do the least with Jeffrey? Yeah, that's so what maybe, I'm saying. So maybe somehow it's like, man, he's barely in this thing. We just got to insert him in yeah, places that's, like, that's like why they Tom just, and Jerry. <laughs> yeah, they just took audio from other stories. Like, they just, stories that they didn't even use in here. Yeah. Am I right, everybody? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> oh, come on. You guys are assholes. <laughs> Somebody said new sub alert. Yeah, man. <laughs> Far out. I like it. Jeffrey. Je- hey, Jeffrey, we listen to your story, man. We'll give you some attention here. That would be funny. Like, every time he told a story, it just rambled. <laughs> and like, we can't use any of this. I'm that's trying, why, man. That's why he's looking around the room because everybody, everybody's, everybody's tuned out. Yeah. Ain't nobody they listening. They got that thousand yard stare. Oh, oh, you still talking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. But he's cool though. No, he's he cool. Is. He is. Uh, he was man. He was so refined <laughs> doing it because that's what I learned. He was British. I said, unless his brother's still acting. <laughs> Good times to be had by all, right? Good times. <laughs> he's like he's like uh uh. He's like Black Alfred. <laughs> like, like not, not outside of the Fresh Prince. I'm like, Dad, you should be working with Batman. Fuck, fuck Big Willie, man. Um, you know, what got me, though, on this is that this show is very taken for granted. You take for granted how socially conscious yeah. this show was back in the day. 
you know, for those who remember the lab. See, that's why we say, man, look, for all of you who are all of a sudden surprised and shocked and and, and want to argue over all police, they've been doing that job. Y'all just been complaining. Why on every fucking TV show, except maybe Cosby, you know, every TV show where there's where there's black people, there's always an episode about about cops mm-hmm. fucking <laughs> with them. Listen to me, Carlton. When he comes up, keep your hands on the wheel. Good evening, Officer Carlton Banks. Keep your hands on the wheel. Bam! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to attack me. You saw that. Where you heading? We're going to Palm Springs and yourself. Where are you headed this fine evening? You're like, we dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this, yeah, this is, man, this is back in the, back in the 80s. So this is when you had rappers talking about police brutality you had you know everybody thought rappers were just angry and just want, they didn't like cops because they wanted to break the law sure they said well rappers are criminals so of course they have problems with the police yeah but you know things like the the fresh prince you know they're great for reminder of uh like many black properties out there you know they addressed issues that other people were freaking out about now are freaking out about now are just learning about you know if you go through history man you know you go through several sitcoms from several uh, uh, generations mm-hmm. and see that they talk about this stuff and this was just one of them but a lot of people remember the laughs you know and they were laughing at these things too not saying it's bad right right but they addressed it with humor and no and we all kind of took it for granted i mean we still do i think in a way yeah it's the kind of thing that should be antiquated to where we're, you know we're not looking at that anymore but it's it's still prevalent yeah yeah, man, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, all those shows, man, we're talking about stuff. I was surprised at how much uh, <clears throat> Alfonso Rivera, man, he was, shit, he was dropping some truth. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, talking about lots. how, yeah, it was, it was great to hear how they talk about how this show was so socially conscious and how even that was kind of a, a something that happened with the show. They said, man, you know, it's weird how we talked about these things and we were the face of the show but we were all always not behind the camera mm-hmm. we were told where to be told what to say told what to do we weren't even writing our own words <laughs> yeah well but, but they also talked about how you know and it's something i i've always thought about is excuse me when you're an actor yeah you're a puppet you you're told be here here's your yeah. mark say this do that and how they had a chance just between the week to actually contribute to yeah. to to the content to to say to the writers like hey uh, black no black people would say this this is how this would go down <laughs> she did. Yeah. yeah 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 that that little girl would not talk to her father she that said way. yeah when <laughs> her, that's a, her father would knock her teeth out <laughs> yeah. for saying that oh my god really <laughs> okay well, we don't want to get hurt do we let's change this <laughs> yeah it was a man it was a it was the the reason why we take it for granted because the writing was good enough and the contributions by the cast was good enough that it was a well balanced show yeah you know you have Shows that they they either when they have an all black cast or black leads, they either have to sway to buffoonery sometimes, mm-hmm. or they have to kind of hide the blackness on it. They don't want to bring that up too much, you know. And this difference between something like Martin and Cosby, which I like both those shows, but you know they're very very different. Sure, but um, yeah, well, especially with with Martin after a couple seasons, it it just start getting so silly. <laughs> like, what am I even watching? Black <laughs> foolishness, yeah, man. Uh, this was goofy, but it was all about keeping. You know, one of the things they they highlight with their discussions is that it was all about dignity. No matter how goofy it got, how silly it got, we always had to have a moment to show you that we were 
all about dignity. And it was a lot of those moments were between uh, Uncle Phil and, mm. uh, and, 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 yeah. and Will, man, uh, where they had some. This is a classic scene right here where they're not going too hard with black issues. You know, and they're not trying to, like, uh, force it in. But it's a great some great dialogue from uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, James Avery. Uh, James Avery. All right, I remind you of where you came from and what you used to be. Now, I don't know, somewhere between Princeton or the office, you got soft. You forgot who you are and where you came from. <laughs> you think you're so wise. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Let me tell you something, son. I grew up on the streets just like you. I encountered bigotry you could not imagine. Now, you have a nice poster of Malcolm X on your wall. I heard the brother speak. I read every word he wrote. Believe me, I know where I come from. And I'm about to show your ass right now. <laughs> now say something else. Yeah. <laughs> I think the I shit, I don't think he's acting right now. I think some triggered him right there, man. You know, uh, they talk about that because, you know, I'm showing these clips to give examples because they showed these on the show, but they didn't give me any real clips from the actual reunion. I'm glad they didn't because you should experience it for yeah, yourself. Yeah, you really should. I mean, even looking at that trailer, I was like, ah, stop showing so much. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of Uncle Phil, James Avery, man. Now here, Martin, this is where we're going to talk. People, if you choose to watch this, I don't care if you've seen the show or you haven't. Brace yourself. I, I did not expect because I, I had heard about Uncle Phil's death and I watched the show casually like you did but man when they got together and started talking about this I was like oh lord when, when they start talking about him not about his death just just like a tribute of like what he brought to them how how much he he elevated them as people yeah oh man my I, my <laughs> waterworks started it caught me off guard and it just did not stop because they just were talking about what he did for them and then went into like talking about him being gone and everything. I was like, God damn, I, I know. I, I feel like I'm never going to stop crying over this. And and there's those, those men, they have a moment. And say what you will about Will Smith. I don't care if you like him or not. I like, I like Will Smith. I, you know, I talk shit sometimes. But Will Smith, there's a moment where he's talking. And again, I don't think he's showboating. He, man, he starts breaking down. Oh, yeah. And I just, man, I, I broke down with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I was outside. I had to take my ass in the house and run, run past my wife. <laughs> so she would see me crying because I'd go upstairs. <laughs> you okay? Yes. Yeah. Man, really, that man, this thing is so, before a reunion show. Yeah. There's so much emotion here. There really is. Ah, oh, man, that thing shook me. People, I'm telling y'all, prepare yourself. You are not going to be dry. <laughs> You gonna be all soaking wet. You and Big Willie, man. You know because what what it is they tell these stories. It's just, you know it's just like kind of tribute that you would do for your friend. I mean uh -huh. our, our relatives. It's like they they're sad, but they don't want to be sorrowful about his death. Right, they, they're, right. they're telling these stories they're, they're about celebrating his life. And, and there's the moment that got me is when Will Smith said, "Man, you know what? Um, what I want to do was I just wanted to make him." Proud. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, I, when I got to that set, 
the biggest thing I want to do was just make him proud of me for acting. I didn't want to disappoint, you know, forget me doing it. I didn't want to disappoint him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he, and everybody talks about how, you know, like uh, the woman that plays a new on Vivian. She's like, I love that man. Oh yeah. Daphne Maxwell. Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was, yeah, it's man. That's a hard one. Hard one to get through without, without crying. If you don't want to like, look, if you, now I'm talking to dudes. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want your girl to see you looking up there looking like a bitch, then don't watch this in front of oh, them. Oh, come on. If, if, if you can't cry <laughs> during this, then your girl needs to leave you. And there's some dudes out there like, man, sh- I can't show her. You know, I, I ain't oh, no bitch. Goodness. Can't show her. That's uh she'll, she'll give you a pass. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm messing with him out there. See, you and that toxic masculinity. Yeah, no, I should. I ain't know it. If I did have toxic masculinity, I'd cry at that shit all. I ain't got nothing left. My masculinity is on the floor back at the at the house on yeah. the porch. I mean, and, and it's not sad. It's just, oh man. Just, yeah, it's shit. Yeah, it's yeah, man. You crying right along with them, man. Uh, another thing you need to. Brace yourself for, as I said, uh, Janet Hubert as OG Aunt V, boy. She's the original Aunt Vivian. You know, a lot of people heard a lot of things about what was happening with her on the show. Uh, when she was gone, because she was just gone. Mm-hmm. Like, they ain't even given no story. All of a sudden, she, she was, it was like the way. He, it, was it was like, like bewitched. The, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was like a, it was like a reverse. It was a, it was a reverse Terrence Howard Don Cheadle. <laughs> like nobody asked why she, where she got her skin peel from, <laughs> why she turned light skin all of a sudden. Nobody said anything. And there were a lot of rumors where they said that she was causing problems on the set. She was asking for too much money. She was a prima donna. All kind of things were being said about her. And then, you know, there were moments where she felt like Will Smith was not good to her. And, and if you remember, it was either a year or two ago, she put it out there plainly. Uh, it started out as an Oscar talk, but then she just made herself mad. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it got, <laughs> and at that point it got it got personal. The the, the beefing that she had with uh, Will Smith. And I seem to recall. Hmm. Anytime somebody says I seem to recall, oh, yeah. oh shit! Like, uh, I don't want to hear this. Twenty maybe six seven years ago, twenty five whatever it was. What what? Look, I don't even remember, but. I seem to remember at option time coming to you and saying, you know what, Will? You're the star of the show. Why don't we all get together? And with you, maybe we could get a little raise. Maybe the network, since you know the show is such a hit and you being the star of the show, your influence would help us greatly like they did on Friends. (laughs) You know, not like crab motherfuckers like you. (laughs) And she, man, this is funny because she tried to start out dignified. Mm Mm-hmm. And that Negro came out in her real quick. Uh, let me play this. People are hungry. People are starving. People are trying to pay bills. And you talk about some motherfucking actors. Motherfucking actors. She still tried to say that every five. Motherfucking actors. God damn it. Let me say this, man. When she comes back on, first of all, uh, I think she's in her mid sixties. She looks fine as hell. Yeah, she looks good. I'm not even trying to say this some sexual way or anything. I'm saying this out of admiration. She looks fine as hell, man. She take she's taking care of herself very well. Uh, 
you know, when when they found out that she would be at the reunion, everyone couldn't wait to see what would happen with that. And since everybody's looking forward to this part, I'm not going to tell you a whole lot you because you need to really see that for yourself. But I will say this. You know, uh, when she comes in, uh, everybody gets a better understanding of her. Everybody sees that there's more to the story than what they got. She mm-hmm. just kind of laid silent for a while. All I would say is that, you know, you you def- you definitely feel for her when it's said and done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, it, it's just reading between the lines. You can see how both people were probably at fault. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because uh, listen, you hear one thing from Will Smith and you hear from one thing from Janet Hubert and probably in the middle, both of them were wrong. Yes. Yes. The, the, the more this went on, the, the more I was like, yeah, I can see where both of them were wrong. Yeah. And I feel like one of the two should have taken a little bit more responsibility. Uh, <laughs> they still didn't budge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, <laughs> you but, said things, too. But I, I was I was emotional through that whole thing. As I was, well. too. It, it was. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we don't want to say what happened, but uh, it was something to experience that, you know, it's it's probably good that the two of them got together 27 years later, because oh. in between that time, I don't I don't think this would have gone down anywhere near like it did. Boy, if if that had just been a week earlier, <laughs> yeah. if they had that reunion a week earlier and they invited her to the set, Janet, come on in. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> And something I, I find sad is just looking looking at it like with them showing clips. Yeah, I was like, she was really good. She was great. She, I mean, she was fantastic in that role. And the way they just kind of switched her out like a new razor blade. And you know, nothing against uh, the the second uh, Aunt Viv, but she was just not there. She, well, I think she just had a lot more experience in different parts of the arts. Uh, Janet Hubert was a, like they said in the in the in the reunion. You know, she was a dancer. Mm-hmm. She's a singer. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just a lot. I mean, maybe she just was just more of a performer yeah. all around. Yeah, there was. I mean, I ain't, look, I ain't gonna get this. Supposed to be happy, but I'm just saying. Yeah, man. I you see that, and it's like, damn. You kind of wish she had been able to stay. I know. There's a lot of stuff like with pregnancy and things that happened too. It was yeah. just a lot of yeah, yeah, bad like, just things. A lot, a lot of lot of life stuff happens, mm-hmm. and it's at a point where. In, People are in like show business doesn't give a shit about what you got going on in your personal life. They should Cause, don't because if you if you they'll say like we're all one big family and the minute you have a problem they're like yep. yeah well this is, this is show business so <laughs> so either you take care of yours because we're gonna take care of ours yeah and, man you know and Will Smith was young he even said I was twenty one man yeah. he said and and her she does have a point she said look there's a lot of things that you probably had over me even at being twenty one she's like. Uh, a dark-skinned black woman can't go in there demanding shit mm-hmm. like you could. Mm-hmm. The star who had Quincy Jones getting his back on things. So I mean, there's a lot. Look, they, they, they both made points, and I think it's, yeah. you should see this. But it's just it's just and, you as know. Movie. And, and there's a point where it's like it's really not about the blame, though. No, it's not. They really are just like, look, whatever the bullshit was. Let's move on. To see that it, it really is moving. It touched my heart to see that people do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I really. I was really into this too, man. Uh, emotionally, I was, I was on I was on the verge of tears with that. Uh, and there's some things that I actually wish they had on the show. 
because everybody knows the legendary episode, the one that had everybody crying. I never cried when I seen clips of it before, when I watched the episode when it happened, but today it got me. Yeah, man. <laughs> Watching it today in this context, especially, really moves you. Uh, y'all know the one, man, the how come he don't want me, man, scene. Look, I'll, I'll call you next week and we'll iron out the details, okay? Yeah, yeah. It was great seeing you, son. Yeah, whatever. You too. Lou? I want you to see how quickly this dude leaves. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, um... Did you see... <laughs> Yeah, you know, he's this, like, he ain't want to be no father ben, anyway. <laughs> ben Vereen, boy, Ben Vereen became one of the most hated men <laughs> in America <laughs> for sitting up there and making Big Willie cry. How come he don't want me, man? People said, I better not find his ass on the street. <laughs> if you notice... After that, really nobody heard about Ben Vereen. He, he went to hiding. I think. <laughs> I, w- I would love. I would have loved. That's had, not true. I know. Okay. <laughs> well, lot, everybody. Some people out there are like, yeah. Where did he go? Well, he got hashtagged a couple years ago. <laughs> Who by Will Smith? No. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh, he had some some people, some dancers he worked with come out and say, oh. like, yeah, he was pulling some shit, you know, oh. making advances. And so, oh. he, so he really was say like, I'll do just step away. All right. Well, he's actually dressed like that now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to hide and shit. Well, that explains that. I was going to say, I wish Ben Vereen had been there, but no, nah, maybe he needs to keep mm-hmm. his ass where he is. Because would, it would have been, now nah, it explains that. Because. I thought I was like, why was Ben Vereen not here? Because that's that is such that is such a classic episode. Well, I also think I mean he's pretty old now. Yeah, I mean because you know he might just be too you know aged. I mean you know not in good shape <laughs> to get out there. Plus, this is really for the main cast. Yeah, they, they aren't bringing in all the guest stars because there's so many people they could bring in if that was the case. Oh hell yeah, you know they didn't. I think they brought in Aunt Vivian after it was done. She didn't mm-hmm. want to sit up here and hear all that happy shit. You're right. <laughs> you know why she didn't get to experience that. I was happy times with my worst times. Yeah. So yeah, it really was about the main cast that was there. And speaking of trying to make it about the main cast and keep it positive, I'm glad that they didn't go in and make this political when they had a fine opportunity to do so. I mean, if there was ever a show that wanted to just add a political moment in there, it was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because it does relate to this moment. And I commend them for resisting the temptation to talk about this guy. Ron said his client had a rich uncle, but uh, Donald Trump. I like keeping a low profile. See, he ain't racist. He was on the Fresh Prince, Mark. Jesus. <laughs> get, me, get me out of here with these Negroes. There's a camera, and so there he yeah, is. You know he talks shit when, when he went out to the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Negroes want me on their yeah. program. I figure I'll show up, do them a favor. Who's this fresh prince? <laughs> is he black? Why does he have money? You know, this is uh yeah, but they had they could have done they could have done that easily right there, but they didn't, you know. You know, we talk about the 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 
social consciousness of the show and the messages behind the show, dignity and all that. Uh, and in a way, it was kind of, uh, the, the, you know, maybe revolutionary is is a, is a, an extreme word, but it, def, it definitely uh it, it definitely uh, did a lot of messages presented them in ways that other shows, especially with Black Leads, didn't. But production-wise, I think they mentioned, I can't say for sure, but they mentioned that they did some things uh, on the production end that no sitcom would do. That just wasn't allowed. Yeah. Breaking, breaking the, the fourth, fourth wall. wall. Now, there's certain ways they write characters to break the fourth wall. Sometimes the characters will the characters will talk to the audience, but you'll never see the audience, really, especially the audience that is there viewing the taping. Uh, they had moments where Carlton not only broke the fourth wall, he ran into the audience. Like, these people, they're watching the show and they kept it in the show. Uh-huh. That's Scoop, man. How did he do that? They even asked him, they said, how are you doing that? It's like a reverse dog ass wipe. Yeah. It's like a dick wipe. <laughs> White person in the back, like shit. They finally lost it. <laughs> he was all on different sets. They, they, uh, you know, Will was always looking at the camera. Huh? You know, it was there were moments that they were playing around and even doing the special effects. Cheap TV special effects, but doing them, playing around with that. You know what? I, something I didn't realize they did so much. I probably would have watched the show more. What's that? Using dummies to throw around. Man, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I. That's what I said. Many. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for a show that uses a fine dummy, man. Uh-huh. They use a lot of dummies on yeah. this show, and I. I mean, going back to some classic three Three Stooges type oh, yeah. dummies, man. <laughs> Man, I swear, there's nothing like a good dummy toss, man. Uh-huh. I mean, because I love it when they do a dummy toss. They don't even try to make it look good. Right. Like this one right here. <laughs> when, they, when, they, when, that, when the bad editing is actually part of it. Oh, shit. Hold on. Come on. Damn. <laughs> What is somebody like off stage just throwing that shit? Because <laughs> the legs get all twisted and bend the wrong way, and they try to they try to edit to like have yeah, the person try to like lay the same way the dummy landed. <laughs> that shit never works. Uh, <laughs> Benny Hill was the best at that. Oh, he was. <laughs> yeah, man, I love. I mean, I, I tell you, if I did a comedy, I'm telling you right now, the hell with special effects yeah, and, and the budget. Stunts, no, it's, no, it's, no a dummy got to be in there somewhere. I love a good dummy toss, boy. That shit is nice. Um, you know, I took a a, a a TV course in college. It was required if you were going to go into film studies or anything. And, you know, they talked about certain shows that changed television. They talked about certain shows that left a culture, cultural and social impact. And I'm looking at this and I said, man, this would have this fit right in. Oh, hell yeah. You know, this this definitely is a groundbreaking show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and like I said, on so many levels, we take that for granted. And it's not I'm not even saying that in a bad way. It's actually a, to the show's testament that it made you forget a lot of those things. You were having such a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you're not a if you're not a fan of the show, 
I will say it'll be fun and it'll be hard not to be brought into the emotion of this of this reunion. Uh, you know, I, I is it anything special as far as like a full blown movie or anything? No, it's a, it's a TV reunion, and I know that this will be kind of tricky because you know I do these things all the time. But I will say, man, I have to go in here and look at this on the emotional level that it grabbed me. You know, and, and if it grabbed me that way, it's definitely going to do something for the people who grew up with this show, loved this show, watched the show all the time. I, that, I was impressed on that level. Uh, like I said, some weird editing moments in there, some cheesy editing moments as all these things will have. But I give this a low full price. I, you know, this, this is going to make me cry and laugh the way I do and make me have memories of, of the show that I remember that made me feel good. I even watch it religiously. Yeah, they did that job very well. I actually love this a lot, man. If you hadn't brought this to my attention and said we were going to talk about it, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Uh, yeah. Just because, like I said, I was a casual view of the show. I mean, you know, felt, felt positive towards it, but didn't watch it all the time. But I've also seen reunion <clears throat> shows of shows I've liked and loved. Mm-hmm. And at the end of them, I was kind of like, ah. I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still remember what that show was like. This is not that. It's taking me down in clips and memory lane and whatever. Uh, I I am so glad I watched this. Uh, just of all, it's it's one of the best things. At least the way it made me feel it was the best things I've seen all in in twenty twenty. Uh, I love the way it was put together. The 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 clips are good clips that match the stories or or just show mm-hmm. little things and don't feel superfluous or like they're padding out time. Yeah. Uh, the, the emotional <laughs> beats are incredible. And honestly, for me, this is a high price bordering on a better than sex. Oh, really? Yes. I, I, think wow. I, think, I think it's one of the best reunion shows that's ever been done. Wow. Nice, man. Very nice. Yeah, I love this, man. I mean, it, just even them <clears throat> rebuilding the old set and having them sit around and talk there. The, it's such, such a great touch. When this was done, I, I dreaded the thought of them having to part ways again. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I, to know that they had to, you know, probably not be able to live this moment again. And there's a good chance of that because they're all older, you know. That, that, they, that's they, enough to move Most you. of them still look pretty good. Oh, they look Especially, great. Tatiana Ali, she looks like she's 20 years old. How old I was is like, she? But she was like, okay, she was 11 30 years ago. So you're like 41? Yes. Wow. No, they, well, the whole, yeah, the whole cast looks good. All of them. All of them look good. This, if somebody says, what, is this, what does this mean, this black don't crack? Explain that to me. Yeah, it's like, Just watch pop, this. Pop this all right here. Yeah, man. Now, this is, wow, she look, yeah, she does. She looks amazing. Now here's a question: Since the show was so popular, why did it end? Was it was it Will Smith deciding to leave, or I don't know? Luke, do you know this? No, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. Okay, I wish I could tell you. That's a good question. But yeah, people, watch it, man. I'm, I'm look. I don't give a damn if you don't watch it. So go watch this. You'll enjoy it. You'll have fun. But how come he don't want me, man? Fall into his arms at the end of the scene, and he's holding me, and the shot pans off, and he whispered in my ear, now that's acting. 